Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast HQ up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We're back with another episode. And I just got one thing to say to start the joint off. Is this right here? <laughs> Yo, man, y'all know what time it is, man. We had to do this shit, man. It was Dipset, it was Locks last night, MSG versus for all the motherfucking marbles of New York. Yep, yep. And that shit, you know, I mean, we talked about this shit a lot on the show. I'm a huge Dipset, huge Locks fan. Trey's a huge uh, Locks and Dipset fan. Yep. So, you know, we, we we had to do this shit, man. We're going to go over the verses last night. We hope that y'all were able to watch it as well. Yeah, I know we the hip-hop heads, and we definitely had to take a look at this verses, man. Exactly. Now, I think the well, the last time I looked at it, and I'm not sure because I don't know the final numbers, but I want to say at one point it was like 668,000 people in that joint. And I probably want to say that's probably good for the new record <laughs> for this mm-hmm. jump. I don't remember what the last record was, but uh, I would believe that this one definitely beat it out, especially the way that they promoted this giant and just the level of the performance, like just the, who it is. It's it's the locks, it's the block, it's Dipset, the diplomats. Motherfuckers fuck hard with them, and you could see it in the crowd. You could hear it in the crowd. Yeah, these motherfuckers was ready. They was rapping every goddamn word of the song. In fact, what Jada Kiss was like, yo, y'all stop rapping every goddamn song. We mm-hmm. supposed to be doing this shit. Like mm-hmm. it was that much energy, and it was all positive energy. The only negative energy was the shit on the stage between like Cam and fucking Jada. Like they they was going, they was drawing back and forth for a minute. Nah, yeah, that was honest. But see, I, I feel like. You know, obviously, I feel like most people or people who are actually fans of both groups know that, you know, these two groups have always historically got along. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've always spoken very highly of each other. Um, I feel like the locks view Dipset as like the, you know, little bros type of shit. Not even awesome, you know, they're sunning them, but just like, you know, they came out a little bit before them and then Dipset was on some more swag type shit. And it, but but even then they came with, with bars and with rapping and I feel like the locks always had respect for for, for uh, Dipset and everybody in that movement. So I, I feel like there was a lot of respect between both groups. So thankfully, you know all the trash talking that we saw, in particular from my man Jada, who you know we'll get into a little bit later. But he he was the MVP of the night for yeah, sure, no doubt. But what you think? What you think overall of, of the show, man? Like what what you think? What were your expectations before the show and did they live up to it? Not only in the sense of like how good it was, but just what you thought each group was going to bring to the table and how the crowd was going to react. Well, I, I just expected it to be an energetic night, honestly. That's definitely one of the things you can you can expect from any locks or dipset performance, as I've seen both of them perform live. And they are both live as fuck when it comes to actually when their performances. The one thing I will say is that I feel like dipset was a little 
a little muted in their performance wise versus how the locks was uh, especially jada kiss who was pushing the the performance and it, at times it looked like the locks had actually practiced some of the shit that they did because they were way more on point together than than dipset was um yeah, but true. overall i enjoyed it and i really did enjoy it and i felt like you listen to the crowd and the crowd the crowd seemed to little a little bit be backing more of the locks but then again the locks have more I I mean I like I said the the Dipset have more radio hits but the Locks have more like established just long term Jones and I feel yeah. like when certain songs <laughs> dropped like for for the Locks like people went insane now people oh, did yeah. go insane for certain Jones that dropped for Dipset but it didn't to me it didn't seem to happen as often as it did with the Locks and as I'm not trying to say anything I'm not trying to say anything yeah. it's just an observation that a nigga made no for sure no for sure um and, and again I, I just think that the crowd fed off of which group came with the most energy. You know, this is a crowd that came out to see them, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, we talked about Dipset's energy, not really being up to par with, with uh, the locks in particular kiss and styles. Yes. You know, they both, they both came like some niggas that, you know, put, put alcohol down a couple years ago and started drinking veggies and, <laughs> and fruits and all that shit. Like they came with some real energy though. They sure did. And, and, and you could feel it. You could feel it. And again, you know, when you see uh, Cam sitting on a beach chair at the beginning of the joint and, and, and Jewels and Jim kind of, well, here's another thing that uh, Kiss pointed out. They were rapping over their verses um, instead of performing the joint live. That is you know very I mean? true. Yes. So that took a lot from it because no matter what you say, dog, it's not when you when you perform like that, that shit is going to always overpower your own voice that's performing. Mm hmm. So it's gonna be a very dead performance, and I feel like that's that's kind of where Dipset fucked up because a lot of songs that I thought were gonna win, like hands down the uh, the head to head, mm -hmm. I feel like they didn't hit as hard as I thought they would have um, in my head because I don't know. I I just feel like a couple of different things. The DJ was kind. I think Dipset's DJ was pretty whack. Like I guess we'll talk about that when we yeah. start getting into the review. But overall, man, I, I thought it was just a great night for hip hop. I know we say that a lot with with these uh, with these verses, right? But I, I genuinely, as a fan of both these rap groups, to me, they they might be one and two uh, as far as my personal favorite. And I, I I love the shit out of the shit, man. That shit was fucking awesome. It was dope as shit. I'm. It was funny as shit that at around eleven thirty, a camera was like, "All right, y'all, we got three songs, three more songs left." <laughs> uh, they trying to kick us out, nigga. This shit didn't end till like twelve thirty, dog. It sure didn't. So, it sure didn't. <laughs> so and it's funny because every time they kept trying to press them, I saw Cam put the mic down and, and started screaming at some white dude. <laughs> and I don't know, man. I just feel like Cam is a pretty convincing person whenever he has to be. So no bull, no bull. And, I, and I, mean? I gotta say, like, it's not really a successful hip hop function until somebody is trying to kick everybody the fuck out. Oh, and, and they was like, if y'all don't get off the stage or if y'all don't back up off the stage, we could be shutting this whole shit down. It's not a successful function until there's the threat of shutting it down. And it's not even from the police. It's from the people putting the shit on. <laughs> 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 Nigga, that's a fact, dog. It's funny because I see somebody say uh, that MSG gets fined. I think that's why they were trying to. They, they said that they were just going to cut off the mics. And then Cam was like, hell nah, y'all ain't about to cut off the mics. Cut that off my mic, see what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and I guarantee you, whoever made that threat was thinking about that shit the whole time. He was like, nah, 
ain't gonna do it though. I ain't gonna do it. Everybody else around so, him was like, damn nigga, you fucked up. I'm glad I'm not yeah. you. Glad I don't gotta <laughs> glad I'm not the one who gotta make this decision. No bull. Yeah, but but yeah. You gonna man, tell the locks for- and dipset to get off? Nah, nigga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it's funny because like the whole uh both of the of the group's entourages were on stage for some reason. I don't even know if there was an entourage to be honest. I really don't it was just that. niggas on, on each side of the fucking stage that looked like they was like Dipset and fucking uh, D-Block goons. So I don't know. But nonetheless, at some point, they had to get niggas off the stage and they didn't want to get off the stage. I don't know if you peeped that. Oh, no. Nah, they was they was trying their damnedest not to get off that damn stage. <laughs> that was one of the reasons they was like, look, we're going to shut this whole shit down. Get off yeah. the stage. Yeah. No, but my, my whole thing is these niggas was on stage for at least half of the show. Why at the end was it like, all right, y'all got to get these niggas off. That's I, what I don't get. I don't know. It was probably something that they should have been like enforcing the whole entire time. And they was just like, nah, we're going we gonna to let it go. And then when the stage started wobbling a little bit, they were like, all right, maybe we should think about this. Like, you know, get a little nah, couple I, of these niggas I feel like that stage. was the compromise that they made with the niggas as far as time. They was like, all right, we'll give you out of 1230, but y'all got to get all them niggas <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> Facts, yo. <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, man. But, but fuck it, man. Let's go ahead and, and dive right into this, man. Yes, sir. So it's gonna be this gonna be a little different than than I guess the verses would be because they played a couple. Pretty much, it wasn't just Dipset plays one song, uh, Lox plays the other one. Sometimes a couple groups played multiple songs, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't figured out as to where each group stopped and went when the next one went and shit like that so so pretty much that's what we'll do we'll, we'll, it'll still be a head-to-head but it might be one song versus three songs because the three songs they only perform like half of it or some shit yeah, you know what exactly. i mean like a so, shit, yeah. exactly exactly okay so fuck it let's go ahead dive right on into this joint and it's uh the first song uh which is fuck you by the locks statement uh, Straight statement out the yes. gate. <laughs> Straight statement out the gate. For those of y'all that, that don't know, uh, this is the opening song on We Are The Streets. And it's, it, this is a very pivotal song in its history just because this is when the locks broke free from from Diddy pretty much. Yep. And essentially, this is a big fuck you to Diddy, in my opinion, because it's the very first song on, on the album We Are The Streets. So just a very... I thought I've always loved this song. I always love the energy of this song. One of the hardest songs out. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. And and it was just a crazy way to start the joint. Brought out all the right energy. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, this shit really set the tone. Like this is this is like returning a fucking kickoff for a touchdown at the Super Bowl. This is what, exactly what this was, dog. There you go. Now I agree. Like I said, it was a statement straight out the gate. And like we said, we already know that there's love between the two groups, but still, it was a it was a it was a solid statement. Just be like, look, we got this. Fuck y'all. Fuck everything. Blah blah blah. Uh, I thought it was really good. Now going into the next song, I'm ready uh, for the diplomats. I wasn't like, I want to say, well, honestly, I didn't. You know what my problem was is I didn't get to hear the first couple of songs completely fully. 
from okay. from from either one of them. I of course I knew fuck you, so I knew what it was. But like I started watching it on somebody's stream on YouTube, and like right. the sound was really far down when it came to the music. Like I could hear them uh, talking really good, but then when yeah. the music came on, I couldn't really tell what shit was. So the first couple of locks jumps, I mean the first couple of dipset jumps, I didn't really hear, and I yeah. wasn't as familiar with them from okay. just the lyrics that they were spitting. I'm really not sh- like I didn't get a good sense of their for their opening salvo. Yeah, I, I, I feel it. For me, I love I'm ready. This is honestly, I, I heard somebody say this about this that song for song, and this is this is the hard thing about it, right? That are we gonna review this song for song based off of just in its pure value as a song mm-hmm. or in the performance? Because I feel like that's a, that plays a big role. Because if we're being honest, right? If we're going off of the performance, I feel like D Block or LOX won the whole joint almost damn near. Just off yeah, of that. Exactly. So I mean, I don't know. I guess just keep that in mind, y'all. Um, it, it's gonna be kind of like a balance between the song itself and the performance. Mm-hmm. If the performance was really good, but the other group's um song itself is really good, you know, that that could be a determining factor. So I guess do you wanna just do it like that where like We'll take into consideration what song it is and the performance. Yeah, it was a straight. Okay. So, yeah. So, so for me, uh, I'm ready. I love the song just off of his uh, value, right? But I also love Fuck You, and I just feel like the, the performance of that joint was uh, was was better out of the two. So, for me, it's Locks 1, Dipset 0. I agree. After so going on to the next one though, it was a uh, band from TV, and this is the Nori song, uh, featuring the Locks and Pun. who else is it? And Big Pun, yeah, yeah, obviously classic song, classic beat. You know, just w- whenever you hear that joint, even if I hear that shit like on TV or like on a, a cartoon or some shit, mm-hmm. I immediately hear the fucking drums of this of this song come on. Exactly. So- <laughs> So yeah, so I, I thought this was again a very strong song to come on after a lot, a lot of the same energy uh, uh, from "Fuck You," and I, I thought this was a really good song to go off. With. I agreed too. I thought it was a great song to go with. I, again, I love this song. I love it anytime that Nori and Pun are together, and the Locks and Pun are, are great together too. So I have no problems. Uh, that was a great song to pick, and I feel like it went over Crunk Music, which was the next one by Dipset. Um, oh, yeah. I know crunk music at least, so you know I was like, okay, okay, you came, you came back a little bit, but yeah. still, I think that the locks took that round. So off this joint, I gave it two zero to the locks. And this is where we started to see that uh, Dipset rapping over their their verses instead of performing the joint like on the instrumental mm-hmm. kind of hurt them because crunk music, in my opinion probably should have beat Band From TV as far as performance goes. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is that the Lox's performance of Band From TV, or, or I guess Jada's in this point, in this case, because yeah. I think it was only Jada's verse that played. Dog, he fucking killed it. Like the energy that he was rapping with, the Styles was doing the ad-libs for him. It was just, it was perfect. And you would think that crunk music would bring that same energy, but I feel like what really fucked it up was the um, the actual recorded voice kind of overpowering Jim and, and Joel's on on this joint, but I don't know, man. I I, I agree. I, I like both songs, but I, I think I'm gonna have to go with Band from TV. But just the song itself plus the performance, I felt like really helped it. So for me, it's two to nothing. Honestly, on Crunk Music, I felt at one point, I think it was Jim Jones. I felt like while he was rapping, he forgot the words. 
which is why mm-hmm. he just kind of like stopped and just let the let the jump go by itself and then just kind of jumped back in when he kind of remembered what they were right. um and i feel like that happened on more than a couple of songs with people across dipset that was not an issue with the locks like the locks were on point but then again like you said they were rapping versus rapping over the track so exactly and again that was that was one of the things that kiss kept going on uh the whole dip set was that they ain't know the, the words to the songs yeah that's why they did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn y'all forgot y'all shit hey i'm not gonna lie dog both Jewels and jim jones fucked up on a couple songs where they they mixed up their first or their second verse with their third verse and started oh, rapping no. that joint no it was just all kinds of fucked up but um, but yeah, for me, up to this point, it's two O locks. Yes, sir. Now we go into the third joint with the locks, which is Mighty D Block, and of course, you know, everybody knows this is D Block, Mighty Mighty, Mighty D yep. Block. That was some anthem type shit back in Hell the day, yeah. for real. Yeah. Like niggas fucked with that joint hard. Um, Hell yeah. I thought that that was a good one to go with, even though it, it was like they didn't really do the whole song. They literally just did like the chorus, basically. But. No, th- no, they, they did no, a they, part they of, did, they did of, part of the song. You're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, but, but like like a half of the verse, probably. Exactly, because like I said, it was mostly just the, that one, that chant, the, the chorus chant. Because that's the whole thing with verses. You want to get the crowd involved, and that's the part that like most of the crowd Everybody's will probably know. know. Exactly. You know what I mean? But so. but yeah, I, I thought I thought that um, I thought this was a good song to go with. Again, it's like you said, it's an anthem song. It's a song that everybody's. And again, this is. This is where, you know, I've seen a lot of people say this, that D-Block came with a strategy. Locks came with a strategy. Dipset, it, it almost kind of seemed like they kind of just winged it together because I feel like the placement of, of, of Mighty D-Block right here was perfect because, again, it gets the crowd on your side, especially, the, in my opinion, they're already up to nothing. So this song coming on, it gets the crowd more on your side, especially... If the next song isn't performed to with the, with the right amount of energy, which again I feel like was the problem here mm-hmm. for uh, Dipset, which is uh, Santana's Town on uh, a uh, uh, Joel Santana song, and I feel like this is a song that could have hit really hard, but again, I just feel like the fucking vocals of the song kind of fucked it up, fucked up the energy, and it wasn't performed with the right uh, with the right energy, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and, and and for that reason. Cause I, I really like both songs, uh, but and, and to be honest, I kind of like uh, Santana's Town a little bit better. But I just feel like based off the performance, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mighty D Block on this one, man. I like Dipset, but or, or Santana's Town, but I'm gonna go with D Block on this one. I'm with you. So that brings it up to three nil D Block. Yeah. Yep. Yep. To this point, three nil D Block. So at this point, right, it, it's not on the list because. It was a freestyle, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you peeped that Jada Kiss did uh, the, the freestyle joint. Yep. So so let's talk about that. So obviously that was just pure. And, and that's kind of where he kind of hit the Thor hammer down the first time. Yeah. Because he, you peeped that, right? He was talking his shit before and after that. That was fucking vicious. And then it all became about, where your bars, nigga? Where your bars? Yeah. That joint. Yes. And, and, and that came back to Hunt Dipset later on in, at the end of the night, which we'll talk about. We get there. Yes. But but yeah, man, Kiss and it, this is what I really loved about this versus, right? Is that you know, if you went to like a summer jam now, right, and Kiss did that, yeah, he'd get an ovation. But I really feel like the, the ovation that he got was nigga, it was a like Stone Cold Steve Austin came out 
pop. Like everybody was on their feet going crazy when he was killing that joint. And I feel like it was the right crowd. It was the perfect crowd for uh, New York rap. And, and, and that's one thing that I really appreciated about this is that it was, it was the right audience. It was the perfect audience for this. Um, it was a and, New York audience. You couldn't have a better audience for something like you, that. Man, you could not have. It, it wasn't no young niggas in there, for, you know, being ignorant about shit. No, it was just, it was just a vicious crowd for for, uh, for this kind of music that that could appreciate a, a Jada Kiss's bars on that freestyle. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was um, a pretty big song to come with. So that pretty much Dipset had to come back. With two songs, which was uh, "Get 'Em Girls" and "Live My Life." I don't know if you if you remember those. I I for sure remember "Get 'Em Girls," "Live My Life." I wasn't as familiar with. That's what's well, the Cam song over um over what's it called over the the uh, Tupac beat. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. that joint. So again, Dipset had to come back with with two songs, but overall, I just feel like again. They were the wrong songs to come to come back against a freestyle like that because again, Kiss already took control of the whole crowd at this point, exactly. so it was just kind of hard. Exactly, and I, it was it was like you said, it was the Thor hammer drop. Kiss came with that joint, and like D Block wasn't, I mean, uh, Dipset wasn't ready. What do you call it? And it kind of surprised me that there wasn't more freestyles going on. But like, like I, like I said, I'm not as familiar with Dipset as you are, so like. I'm not familiar with any of them really, really freestyling. Even Cam, as long as Cam has been mm-hmm. around, I, I've only seen him maybe freestyle maybe once or twice. So like yeah. I know they're like I don't I feel like they're not necessarily known for being great freestyle artists, but like I know that they're good as a group. They're good rappers and stuff like that. So that was definitely something different because if they had actually came with a with a freestyle joint right after that joint, I feel like the Thor hammer would have came down, but the Invisible Woman shield would have been like, nah, nigga. Let's 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 do this. Nah. You, you want to bring that out? Let's go. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, for me, man, I really like Get 'Em Girls. I'm not too familiar with Live My Life. That that or the, the joint over the, the Tupac beat. Um, that's kind of that, that. I think that's on the Come Home with Me that album. But yeah, I'm not too familiar with that joint. But I did like Get 'Em Girls. But again, I just feel like it. It's not gonna go good up against the bars especially when the bars went over well over the crowd exactly you know, once once you've seen that the crowd was appreciative of that they weren't going to be here for the bullshit and that's you know a new I mean? york crowd like you said it's an older new york crowd yeah. that's what niggas come for like i mean i can't tell you well i mean there's probably only been a handful of shows hip-hop shows that i've been to where mm-hmm. the rapper doesn't freestyle at some point like yeah i feel like yeah, that's a right. uh, it's kind of a unnecessary when it comes to fucking shows like i think the only one i can say that got away with it was jay-z but then again the first time i saw jay-z was when he was supposed to air quotes retire off the black album and then like that nigga brought out like almost every fucking guest that you could bring out for that concert and it was like a two-hour show like you don't need to freestyle at that point nigga. Like, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, but like i feel like i remember the the only time i've seen buster rhymes he went on a freestyle tirade and just murked it you know what i'm saying so i feel like when it comes to to older hip-hop fans that's kind of like the bar like one of the things that you expect to see at the show yeah, no, nah, that that's a fact. And again, it, it went over well. And I feel like that, again, like I said, set the tone for the rest of the night. All right, y'all. So we're actually going to skip a few songs that uh, neither uh, Koopa and myself were too familiar with down to uh, 24 Hours to Live. You're familiar with that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, so so we're going to go ahead and go to 24 Hours to Live. 
which is a Mace song featuring. I always thought it was a Locks song, but I guess it's Mace featuring Locks. Yeah. Uh, and DMX. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm missing. Am I missing somebody else? Uh, oh, isn't isn't Black Rob on this one? I don't think so. So so yeah, so Black yeah, Rob, DMX, right, Locks. Lock. Lock. Yep. So. So yeah, man. I, I man, honestly, this is this is one of uh, my favorite lock songs right here, or songs that have the locks on it. Has one of my favorite uh, Styles P verses on it. I thought I thought this is a really strong song to go with. I, I couldn't wait for him to play this, right? and yeah, I thought it was a really good song to go with. I thought it was a great song to go with too. Uh, it takes me back. Like I'm not a huge, huge Mace fan, but of Mace's songs, this is one of my favorite songs. Oh, for uh, sure. And I thought it was well. It, I mean, I, I I think it was well put into the into the mix of things because it brought the energy back up. Um, For sure. So I thought it I thought it was well well done by them at this point. Now, when you go to G's up, they did shout out Max B on this jump, which is dope. Mm-hmm. I'm not as familiar with G's up, so of course, 24 hit harder for me than this one. Uh, but the crowd seemed to to be in with it. But it again, like I said, like they kind of it was like a sub subdued reaction to a lot of Dipset's jumps, except for like the really 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 big jumps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but again, yeah. also like you were saying, it was an older crowd. Not saying that that's gonna mess with it too much because Dipset and the Locks weren't too far off on the times that they were both popping. Like they were pretty much around the same time. Like yeah. they, they they overlapped. We know they overlapped. But I feel like. Maybe the older niggas just like 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 myself. Like I said, I'm not as big into Dipset in them. But again, mm-hmm. like it was, I don't want to say it was past my time or past my purview. But maybe just some older niggas, they weren't as aware. You know what I'm saying? Just like I wasn't as aware of Three Six when y'all were coming up. I mean, Three Six was definitely around, but I feel like niggas that were tech tech to niggas typically a little bit younger than me were way more into Three Six than a lot of niggas my age not saying that there weren't a lot of niggas my age but just in from what i could see of you know my situation tell me if, if this was the case for you because i'm not saying this is what it was yeah. but i feel like i've seen other instances where this is kind of what it was with dipset how i feel like dipset was one of the, now i'm not saying they were the first but at least they were one of the first that i saw that were kind of coming with like a certain swag of like cockiness and young nigga just out here you know kind of just doing their own shit and not giving a fuck about what everybody else is doing. I feel like, because I, you know, it kind of reminded me of like when 50 Cent came out, because I remember 50 Cent came out and my brother, who's like seven years older than me, um, didn't like 50 Cent. And I, and I feel like it's because he was the young nigga coming out, talking shit, popping his shit. And, mm-hmm. and it was like, yo, who the fuck is this nigga coming in here trying to act like they, you know, they nice. You know, because you already, I guess my brother, he was already a Dipset fan. He was already, you know, 3-6 Mafia, whoever yeah. fan. And, and, and it's like, who the fuck is this new nigga coming in here? He, he's not even like that for real, for real. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know. Like, would you say that there was probably some of that going there on? There probably what? is. There probably was. Like I said, me personally, I was never a huge fan of Cam. So when he came up with the Diplomats, I was kind of like, you know, like me personally, I was just kind of like, eh, okay. So I'm in concert. They put a subpar show. It was even more of a, yeah for me. But I've always fucked with, with some of their songs, like whether it's radio hits or a couple of jokes that I know that weren't radio hits. Like, their music has always been pretty solid. So, like, I've never really begrudged them too much as an adult. 
But uh, but yeah, I could definitely see that as being part of the thing. Is just that you know niggas is just like who the fuck is these niggas? They think they out here. They think they vicious. They think they tight. He's coming out of nowhere and shit. Nobody know who the fuck a Jim Jones is. Who the fuck is a Jewel Santana? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> probably some nah, shit like that. It's, that's I, a fact. Because there's usually some shit like that. So no, and, and again, like you said, you know, since since you had already heard of, of Cam before uh, before uh, Dipset came out, mm-hmm. uh, um, you kind of already had like a certain idea about him if you and if you weren't a fan of him before you know you were gonna be uh, even less of a fan of him once his shit is kind of popping off and mm-hmm. you got these other two young niggas with him like who the fuck are these niggas and da 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 but yeah but but back to to the songs though uh g's up for me this was and it's funny as shit because i swear on everything that i love dog this was my fucking MySpace handle or, or, or name G's up, hoes down, and it was because of this song. On everything I love, I was probably like fucking eleven or twelve years old, maybe a little bit older than that. But nonetheless, that was my shit, and I had really no idea what the fuck he was talking about. But I always loved this song. I thought the hook was fucking vicious. The beat was vicious. And uh, yeah, I, I totally did that when I was like 11 and 12, for sure. Hey, I mean, we all had our little hood internet names back in the day, so Nigga. we won't even bring that's, that up. We won't even bring oh, that that's up. That's not. That's not. <laughs> but this was this was one of the joints that Dipset came back with, a, like a little bit of a bundle attack, and including songs like Harlem, Bird Gang Money, Purple City Bird Gang. And again, these were all kind of songs that, like, again, if you're kind of like a, a bigger, more in-depth Dipset fan, then you remember Purple City Bird Gang. You remember Bird Gang in general. You remember uh, Diary of a Summer, that whole Jim Jones era, which I was a, a real big fan of. So I, I appreciated a lot of these songs. But overall, you know, they kind of just performed them in a bunch. So we could just leave it at that. And then the next song that they kind of wrapped up their little bundle with, or, or not next, wrapped it up, the but the next song that song, kept, yeah, yeah what well, was about it, about it, part three. I didn't know it was a part three. The joint, but that's that's the joint with uh, with Master P, okay. and you know, big big Dipset uh, song. I feel like it's probably one of the bigger songs. So I, I thought that was a good joint to kind of somewhat cap it off. What would you think of that joint? I thought it was a cool little run. They actually did one more. Uh, Cameron did uh, yeah. Welcome to New York City. Yeah. Um, and I thought I thought it was a cool little run because honestly, a few of these jumps I hadn't heard before. I didn't. It didn't affect me as much as it did like the the true true fans for them but i thought it was a good run but it, because it was like okay we're gonna do a run of like four or five songs and then we're gonna have uh them come out here and do like i think it was like maybe two songs and then yeah. they went back and did a, another two songs so it was like yeah. I, it was kind of it was kind of uneven the way that they rocked with it because it was like after this fucking i think jada did i want to say right after he did new york and it's not on this list but i want to say that jada kiss did his verse from new york to jump with fat joe and them and, and yeah you're right you're and right. then they did locked up after that but niggas was real high last night so you know yeah. i could be wrong uh, nah facts facts but facts. It, it makes sense because i remember cam was talking about new york and then jada kiss yep. was like okay the real new york blah 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 and then that hey. and they even flashed on fat joe who was in the crowd that's why i remember that so specifically but nigga and you know that that right there on everything that part right there was a very good example of how the night went for both locks and dipset because mm-hmm. you would think welcome to new york city that's a huge cam song right mm-hmm. there and it being in new york 
that joint should have fucking had everybody going exactly. crazy. But when Jay, Nick, when Jada popped up, I got a uh, hundred guns, a hundred clips. Yeah. Nigga, I'm from New York. Nigga. The whole crowd went crazy, man. Nigga, I went crazy in my fucking room, dog. <laughs> that shit was fucking nuts. At first, I heard it, I was like, what? Nigga, I feel like I was from New York for like 23 seconds, dog. No bull. That, nah, that joint, that joint was fucking vicious, dog. That part right there, and again, it was just a perfect... Uh, metaphor of how the night went you know Cam came with Welcome to New York City which in my opinion should have been the first song that they played in the night yeah that should have been the first song that they played I just feel like it kind of has the vibe the perfect kind of uh, joint to battle with what they played at first but nonetheless they played it there and uh, and, and, and but yeah I, I still think that um, that the Jada Kiss New York joint killed it that joint had way more energy and again, I feel like it was because it was him performing it live. Like it wasn't him just rapping over the lyrics. But nonetheless, we move on. Styles then came on and performed "Locked Up," mm-hmm. which I was kind of surprised that that they were gonna uh, let this rock. Even though the Acom part, they didn't play it too much. Like they only played it as much as they needed to. Yeah, for real. So, but but nonetheless, I thought I, I've always liked that song. Even with what Akon did with the whole six nine shit yeah, and no the bro. remix or whatever. But I tell you the but, truth, like I think that's the vicious part about these verses, Jones, is because you hear a lot of joints that you forgot niggas did. Like I forgot for a minute that fucking Styles was on the locked up remix. Like I was like, oh shit, yeah. that's right. This nigga did do this joint. Yeah. And it's it's been like that with every verses where I forget that somebody did a song or I didn't know that somebody did a song. Like I don't I don't yeah. know if you saw it, but when SWV did the verses with Escape. Like you found out not only are they doing songs that they did, whether they were in the group or out of the group, but they were also doing songs that they wrote. Come to find out mm. that uh, what's her name? Candy Burris wrote D- Bills, Bills, Bills and a bunch of other songs for Destiny's Child back in the day. And then you come to find out that um, Coco from SWV was the female vocalist on the Men in Black song with Will Smith. And I had no mm. idea about that. shit. I was like, God damn, I wish I had known that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you always get hit over the head with something you didn't know or that you forgot See? that you knew. And this is another example. And, and, and that kind of that kind of fucked me up because well, what you just said, because I forgot that Cam wrote a bunch of other songs for like girls in, in the early 2000s, I, I want to mm-hmm. say. So I'm surprised that Cam didn't pull that out of his out of his bag, even though I think they were running short on time. So they were probably like, you know what, let's just stick to the dip set yeah. uh, hits or whatever. Exactly. But yeah, let's let's go on to, uh, I'm not really too familiar with the next one. Let's just go on to uh, We Fly High, Jim Jones. So obviously, humongous song, arguably, Huge. arguably the biggest song out of dip set. Would I want to say it say? was probably, yeah, definitely one of the biggest songs out of Dipset. And I want to say the year it came out was probably one of the biggest songs of oh, that yeah. year. <laughs> like, Easily. That was one of them songs that everywhere you went, niggas is doing the boy. Exactly. And every occasion that they could. And God <laughs> damn it, if the NBA did not take that shit and run oh, with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. My nigga, I'm sure that that was the song that they played right before they went to commercial on, on TNT mm-hmm. <laughs> during the playoffs. They goddamn right. <laughs> I guarantee you that that instrumental was playing when they were when Doris Burke was saying, "Thank you for tuning in to TNT." Whatever, but nonetheless, legend in my opinion, legendary song. Nah, that's uh, definitely Jim, a legend. Dip set jump, Jim Jones. They got yeah, one hundred. And, and, and again, you know, Jim Jones was always the guy that. You know, wasn't really a great rapper. Uh, are these people perceived that to be the case? Mm-hmm. He 
I, I want to say this is probably his, yeah, definitely his first solo hit that really kind of broke out. Yeah. Even though he had other songs, but this is his major, first major song. And then again, like we said, probably the biggest hit out of Dipset. This is obviously the bazooka in the arsenal. Yeah. You know, you're going to probably defeat anything that kind of came in front of it. Unless... You went up against the locks and they brought out it's all about the Benjamins. Okay. Bro, they did that. The crowd lost their shit. They yeah, did yeah. they only what? played the beginning part a little bit. They ain't mm-hmm. even played none of Biggie's verse in that jump. They yeah. they just went all hey, they switched the I like beat what up. They did though. Hmm. I like what they did though, right? They let Sheik perform his verse. Yeah. I feel like cause I feel like, you know, and and this is this is something let's just clear this up right now, all right. Sheik is one of the most underrated rappers of all time. I Thank don't care you. what nobody say. Thank you. Sheik is criminally underrated. Yes. And all throughout this whole joint, throughout this whole shit, right? And honestly, even before this, niggas love to be like, oh, she she can kiss, she can kiss, she can kiss when they talk about the locks. Mm-hmm. Nah, nigga, it's kiss, Sheik, and and Styles P. All exactly. three. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and I and I really like that a lot of songs that you know were huge songs they chose for Sheik to perform those verses since they obviously could only do a verse and and I thought that that was really dope in particular for this song even though I actually really like Sheik's verse on that joint yeah it's vicious so I, I thought that was a vicious joint they, I think Kiss performed Diddy's verse which obviously he wrote mm-hmm. so so yeah I thought that that was a, a vicious counter right there mm-hmm. in my opinion Locks won that joint. I, I really like both songs, but I'm sorry, dog. All about the Benjamins. It just has a certain feel to it, dog. Once it you really hear that does. joint, it really does. Now I'm not gonna lie, Dipset came swinging next because they came out with the Dipset anthem, uh, and that yeah. right there is some classic shit right there. Nigga, like they oh, came yeah. out the gate swinging. They're like, oh, okay, so y'all y'all want to go big? Let's go yeah. big. Nah, they definitely went big with Dipset anthem. Crazy fucking beat. Honestly, I felt like this one was gonna hit a little bit harder, but I just feel like again the energy with the with the whole them rapping over the shit probably kind of fucked it up. But nonetheless, there was a lot of energy when this song came on. I felt like the crowd was really into it already at this point. So yeah, I, I love this joint. I, I I thought that was a great counter. So it's definitely been pit for tip for tap up until from these last couple songs. Mm-hmm. And again, Lox comes back with even more fire which is wild out obviously another high energy song uh one of my favorite lock songs um and just yeah dog, it was just a really good segment right there i couldn't tell you who won that exchange right there it was hard because uh, it was too honestly, like the crowd was just wild at that point yeah like everything yeah. set them on, and it was it was it was good reason but every song that came on for like the next couple songs really set the crowd off heavy and even even the next one, which is a uh, killer cam, mm-hmm. the killer cam, cam it was a, killer like to cam. me, it was a it was a it was a chilled out like it, it chilled it out for a second, be- yep. but everyone was still so amped to hear that joint when it popped off. And then young young when uh kiss your ass goodbye came on and she oh bro that she came on ripped it once again mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. y'all yeah. do not sleep once again do not sleep on she glutch. Nah, that's a fact, dog. Uh, that's a fact. But let's. Let's go on after that, old boy, mm-hmm. which is obviously huge Dipset song. I'm surprised that they didn't play this earlier. I think they should have because at this point, the crowd was already on, on Deluxe's side. Mm-hmm. So it was, and again, this is, it all goes with being prepared. I feel like niggas didn't really plan this out too well. Yeah. Or I don't know what happened, but the point is that I feel like at this point, the crowd was already on Deluxe's side. So it was, 
it was gonna be hard to get him back. Even then, even even after that, going with Hey Ma, I mm-hmm. feel like it. The crowd was already done at this point. I feel, in my opinion. Yeah, no, nah, the crowd was securely on the locks as John at this time, but Dipset was hitting back because they had some. Even after this jump, they had some bangers that went out and started getting the crowd up again. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, yo, the locks then come out with Ride or Die, bitch. Then the fucking Honey remix. Then the Jenny from the block jump. Come on, bro. And then Good Love by She Gluch, followed by Knock Yourself Out by Jada Kiss. That is a strong set of Nick, like five man. songs, nigga. That was like, let me hit you with the two piece and a biscuit real quick. <laughs> you nah, thought you had just, it. It's just funny because uh, I'm, I, I guarantee that this was, you know, planned out and orchestrated because it, it kind of felt that way. But when Joel's was like, oh, these niggas just don't like bitches, though. You know, mm-hmm. I fuck with, like DMX said, I love my niggas, but where's my bitches? Yep. And then, and then Kiss was like, I know you ain't just saying that. And then it kind of went into the little, into the joint. And I, I thought that was pretty dope. Again, like you said. Well played. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's how you know that Jada Kiss and, and I want to say just the locks over general are are in general are cerebral assassins when it like oh, yeah. when it came to this jump like like you said they just planned this jump too fucking Perfect. well. No matter what they had to say, they had a song for it. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. All the way, man. I think "Knock Yourself Out" was one of the biggest moments of the night. Yes, because when that when that beat came on, dog, nigga, it felt like you was. In New York City, I'm telling at a you. New, at a club in 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 the middle in the late '90s, though. That's what it felt like. And that that first that first line still hits hard on that song. She said she was a model for a year and a half, and yeah. then she took her pins out and her head dropped down to a calf. I said, "Yo, that's always been a dream, right there." Jada Kiss just set the whole thing. <laughs> come on, dog. Come on, dog. Let, let's go. Nah. <laughs> That joint was fucking hard as shit, bro. Honestly, my and my my one of my some one of my favorite parts of the night uh, was when he performed "Knock Yourself Out." But yeah, vicious little set right there that they got. And I felt like Jim could have came a little bit harder. He came with "Summer with Miami." I like that song, but again, at this point, it was that was just was not the right song to play. Uh, it didn't really go too well with the crowd because they just heard "Knock Yourself Out." Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? Like you gotta come with some energy. And then after that, Styles came with Good Times, aka I Get High. Classic. So this is, I, I definitely enjoy hearing that drum for oh, sure. Of course, of course. Now, of course, they did the Rough Riders Anthem remix, and then they messed around and did Last Day from, from Biggie's second album. So that was, that, honestly, that's a strong joke because Last Day is a tough song. I'm not even gonna lie. The Rough Riders Anthem, not as big a fan of the remix as the original. But still a solid choice for them to do because I mean it's just like they all get to rap on it. Like I mean they they could have all possibly rapped on it. You know what I'm saying? Like what's the difference? What's the difference uh, between the remix and um, uh, am I tripping? Well, I think the beat the beat is definitely different a little bit, and but there's different people on it. I'm just not I don't remember exactly who was on it. But I always remember I just fucked I like of all the Rough Riders anthems because they've had multiple ones. Each uh each Rough Rider album that they had they had they had like an anthem for that joint. But the original has always been the best one. But then, of course, Cameron came with Down and Out, which, again, a complete classic. Kanye West involved. You know what it is. But then, as good as that is to be hit with money, power, respect. Hard. It was just it was a hard. And again, because of the crowd, I think money, power, respect just hit harder, dog. Because Down and Out, again, Legendary song, one of one of the bigger songs from the Dipset camp, no question about it. One of the best songs from the Dipset camp, no question about it. But 
I just feel like when when money when that came on dog it was just it's the key to life yeah <laughs> once you hear that deep deep ass uh was that kim yep little kim Jones. <laughs> once you hear kim's deep ass voice you just knew what time it was dog and and, and and i feel like new york knew what time it was the crowd knew what time it was and, and it was what it was the entire night and that was dipset i'm sorry uh, uh locks mm-hmm. and and that was more so the case even when 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 uh when kiss performed by your side Dog, that sample is so fucking oh, vicious. Dog. That's that's a classic sample. It may not be a classic song to some people, but yo, I've always fucked with that song, and I, that yeah. sample is just so incredible. I would love to know where it came from. Like, that's one thing I've always wondered. Where did it come from? I think that's an Alchemist beat, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's an Alchemist oh, beat. I have to do um, some research. I'm gonna have to do some research. But um, I'm not. Yo, I'm not sure. Is that? A, yo, that would be lock. another album, young. If the if the Locks did a jump with the Alchemist. I do like a five song EP with all Alchemist beats. Like that would be oh nah, that's anyway, a fact. We, we off topic now. <laughs> are, are you familiar with the next song, Come Through? Uh no, I'm really not. If I <laughs> I probably know it if I heard it, but like even just like looking at the name. Oh, I know this song. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that jump. I used to, I had the viol I know I had both violator albums, but I just couldn't, you know, bring it to my head. But nah, that joint is dope too. But again, it's not one of my favorite for them. Yeah, yeah, me too. No, me too. I I feel like out of all the songs that they played recently, it was probably like the lesser, mm-hmm. you know, definitely the lesser known joint because it's not even a, a lock song all the way. Exactly. But like it has you know a couple of niggas on it. Obviously wrapped it up with. I don't think anybody thought there was gonna be any other song than this. We gonna make it mm-hmm. pr- again, probably. Man, this has to be. It has to be everybody's favorite lock song, like at least one of them. Because first of all, you got Alchemist on the beat, which the production is retarded on the joint. Kiss killed it. Styles killed it. I I, I thought one of my favorite lock songs for sure. I think it's probably one of everybody's favorite lock songs. So yeah, I thought it was a vicious joint for them to wrap up the night in. I I agree with you. And honestly, to to come back with I really mean it. It was a good try, but like I just think that it doesn't. It just doesn't work as well as as uh, we gonna make it does. You know what I'm saying to to end the whole thing. And, and let me just say one thing, and this is what I was gonna get to earlier on. This shit really broke my heart, y'all. Hmm. Right before Ken, uh, Dipset started rapping, I really oh, and there was a really big problem with Dipset's uh, DJ the whole night. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to call you out, bro, but that shit was terrible, dog. Like like they they would start their songs, they would rewind them. They wouldn't get that shit right. Mm. It was just really bad all around, right? But this part really broke my heart, y'all. So before Cam started the last the last uh, song, he pretty much was like, yo, you know, y'all was saying we don't got no bars. Y'all was talking shit saying we don't got no bars. Well, you know, and then, and then he started rapping. Nigga, the crowd started booing him, dog. Yes. Well, mm. That shit was insane. I did not expect that. Nowhere nah, did I expect that. Did not expect that. But to be honest with you, right? I feel like if Dipset was winning tonight and it, and it was because of their energy, I feel like that would have gone over way different. Yeah. And I feel like the crowd would have been with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody would have rocked with it. And and again, because Dipset, I mean, to be fair, right? Before they, because the locks played like five songs. You know, and Dipset was kind of in the back, just kind of chilling. And then for Cam to just come on and, and try to freestyle, I just feel like it was the wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. And I hate, 
I hate I hate it had to be my man Cam. He got the fucking Apollo. You know, he got booed out there. <laughs> yeah. And, Sam uh, man and he, but but I, I will say though he took it like a champ. He mm-hmm. was like, ah, y'all got it. Drop that shit. But yo, uh, who did who did he threaten? Because it looked like Cam threatens. It sounded like Cam threatened somebody. It sounded like he was like, I I don't know I don't know who he was talking to. It was one of the sound people, somebody on the stage. I don't know who the fuck it was. But it sounded like he made a stone cold threat to somebody, and they were like, all right, let's liven this back up. And then they started to the, go. I was like, yo, what the fuck? It might have been. It might have been a DJ. It might have been the dude who was trying to shut that shit down. Cause they, they were active. Yo, if y'all didn't watch this shit, go back and watch this shit. But motherfuckers was actively trying to shut the shit down. Like that shit was pretty funny because you know it's a group of niggas on stage and it's probably some white dude in a polo shirt trying to <laughs> trying to stop this shit down. <laughs> who wants so, none of the smoke? <laughs> who wants absolutely none of the smoke? The police that are there, they want to see the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. So you're fucked, my nigga. You're going to have so high. Whenever these niggas want to stop. <laughs> and that was the great thing about it is that this shit was supposed to stop like at 1130. And this shit legitimately went to 1230, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not mistaken, Madison Square Garden, they have to pay some kind of fine if whatever show they have goes past midnight. It's probably like and, a like a noise ordinance type thing, or yeah, like yeah, keeping the peace yep. type thing. Yeah, a lot of places are kind of like that. Yeah, for sure. Like I remember, I went to a concert at the Verizon Center. Forgot who it was, but the fucking lights just cut off. Like mm-hmm. like they kind of just shut off the music, and concert was fucking over. So I just think that MSG knew better than to do that because if not the locks and Dipset and their entourage, but the crowd. Mm-hmm. Would have fucking rioted that joint. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Because they so, were they was rowdy to begin with. From the yeah. jump, the crowd was ready to go. So I couldn't. Have, yeah, it would have been a it would have been a fucking it could have been a madhouse if that show was was fucking closed. Man, for sure, dog. But yeah, so that was the end of the verses, y'all. They they got together. You know, they they pretty much uh, you know said it was all love and, and, and it's always been love. And Announced. they're going on tour. Yep, I they're said. going on tour along with state property. So. We have to go to that shit, my nigga. I'm down. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go to that State shit. State property think, too? What? <laughs> nigga. That shit kind of blew me that they were on this joint. This no bull. Like that, I mean, maybe that'll be the next verses, like State property and somebody else, and maybe they'll ask somebody. Hold on. Did they, was it just the three of them, or did they say it was four acts? Because if there's four acts, it could be another versus State property and... Uh, nah, I think it's just stay prop, okay. uh, D block, and uh, well, shit, give stay prop jump before they before they have to go out on jump. I would love to see that shit, hell yeah, hell yeah. But nonetheless, man, dope ass night, a lot of great energy. I'm not even from New York, and I felt like I was from New York last night. Noble. Sure. Hey, yo, state property versus G unit, what's good? The problem is that. Everybody in G Unit hates 50 Cent. No bull. That would never work. Besides, 50 already said he wouldn't do uh, the junk since we can go out now. I, I think 50's just being petty. Yeah, of course. To be honest. Because I feel like he doesn't want to give money to them other niggas. I really feel like that's probably why he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I can see it. I can definitely see it. But nonetheless, man, this shit was fucking really dope. Yes, sir. I loved it. It lived up to everything, man. From the beginning, niggas was talking shit. You know, obviously out of sport but I thought the shit was dope I'm glad that they didn't soften up you know when they were face to face with each other the yep. shit kind of kept going to the point where you know it got a little chippy in there mm-hmm. it really and, did and, but overall man great night great uh, just this is what you want to see man you want to see your two favorite uh, you know older rap groups or, or artists in general 
uh, really fucking, you know, perform their greatest hits and get their flowers. And to be honest with y'all, right, I, I really liked all the other, you know, verses that the, there's been a couple of those I really like. Mm-hmm. But this, for me, this is what hit home the hardest because I've, you know, I, we, we've talked about it on the show a couple of times. I've been a huge Dipset, huge LOX for mm-hmm. a long time. And this joint resonated the most with me. To me, it's been my favorite. It tops the Gucci Man, Young Jeezy joint at this point for me. And yeah, no, this joint, this joint was dope as shit. I think that the locks won. I think everybody thinks the locks won. Yeah, that's going to be my of, next question. <laughs> yeah. Based off of, I mean, for me, based off of their stage presence mm-hmm. uh, and just song selection, I feel like it was very important. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just strategy all, all in all. So. And... I mean, you, I'll let you elaborate on it, but Kiss was the MVP of the night, dog. Kiss wow. was the MVP of the night. He was Iron Man. He was Thanos. He was everybody, dog. Yeah. Nah, fucking Kiss had the gauntlet tonight. Kiss used all the power that he had. I want to say that, honestly, like like you said, a big part of the reason that the locks, in my opinion and many people's opinion, won the night was because of the energy from their, their actual performing. Like, not only did Dipset come out, like, visibly tipsy, but mm-hmm. they weren't remembering words. They weren't rapping to the whole song. Like they, you know, it's like it's it's kind of sad that you rapping all of a sudden, and all of a sudden you just stop rapping. You let half a bar go by, and then you just pick up going by. It. I'm like, bro, okay, like that. That's lazy yeah. as shit, right there. First of all, but yep. at the same time, it was like you said, it was great night for hip hop. There were some great songs, but like you said, song placement, song selection, probably mm-hmm. is one of the main reasons why I think that Dipset did not win this joint. Because like you said, had they put a couple of those joints earlier to get the crowd into it, it would have definitely been a little more competitive. And I want to say for the next verses, like, yeah, I, this verses was great. For the next one, y'all, whether it's group, single person or whatever, one song at a time, please. Let's not have three, four, five songs back to back because I think that throws off how motherfuckers try and score shit. Because at one point, the locks did like five songs in a row and then let them do two and then came back with like another three or four. And then the same thing happened with them a couple of times where they did like three or four songs in a row. The locks would do like one song, two songs, and then they'd come back with like another three or four. So like... Let it go song for song. I mean, we don't we don't need like five songs to go up against one or two other songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do it song nah, for song. I, I like that better. Well, it's funny for me, and I, I know you said that you missed the very beginning of it. Did, were you able to see the part where Michael Buffer came out and, and, and announced, like, did the let's get ready to run? Yes, that shit. I was like, wait a minute. Hey, is that did really? You peep, did you peep that fucking sheik kept talking over that nigga <laughs> when he tried to announce them niggas? Like they were all there, and she was like, "Hey, J, hey, kiss, man. Let me get the bottle. Let me get the bottle, kiss." And all you hear is Michael Buffer trying to be like, "For the millions in attendance, or thousands in attendance, and the millions, hey, kiss, let me get that bottle, down there. And then you hear uh, Jim Jones talking shit, and it's just two ignorant ass drunk niggas from New York talking shit over Michael Buffer. And as soon as that shit was over. Niggas was like, yo, that nigga Michael Buffer got the fuck out of there. He sure did. He was gone, dog. He said, you know what? I got too much money to be doing this. He was like, yo, yo, the cash app hit, and he was like, Gone. Let me get the first. He had the Uber waiting for him to get off that jet. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. That nigga walked in there, did his shit, and got the fuck on out of there, bro, for sure. No bull. All right, well, is there anything else you'd like to say about the uh, the verses between Dipset and the Locks? Ah, uh, man, look, man, I, I I loved it, man. This is this is the truth right here. I, I I'm glad that there was a lot of people watching. I think I seen on on Instagram Live that there was six hundred thousand people on mm-hmm. the joint watching. So that was huge. 
I'm glad that they got a huge turn uh turnout. I'm glad that everybody I'm glad that like people really gave a fuck about this shit. Cause at first people were saying, Oh, only people from New York care about this shit. Da, 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 da. But nigga, there was a huge turnout. Everybody was talking about this shit yesterday, especially when it was going on. There was a trending all over Twitter and Instagram. And again, dog, Kiss just went to show why like this nigga, he probably is gonna have a future in some sort of entertainment and some sort of MCing something. Like oh, he's yeah. a great Kiss is a great shit talker, dog. Yeah, he is. He really like, is one of the the best. Nah, he really is, dog. Cause I, I, it's funny when he started it. Cause I think I think Cam was like, "Yeah, y'all gotta go first, cause we the home team." He was like, "This nigga Cam saying he the home team, but he live in fucking Miami. Drop that <laughs> shit." <laughs> so, so that shit was funny as shit, dog. And that was just one of the many one liners of the night. And it was all planned out perfectly, and it just it just fits so viciously, dog. And, and yeah, man, Kiss, dog, you you outdid yourself. I think you cemented yourself as man to me, top five dead alive, dog. Like I think he really came with. He came and showed that he has bars, he has hits, and his stage presence. Top of the line, bro. Top of the line. Like you can't ask for nothing more from a rapper than Kiss. I agree. I agree because he hits it and he comes with it every single time. And even when he did his solo jump versus Fab, we saw yeah. that this nigga does the exact same thing. Whether he's yep. drunk, whether he's sober, whether he's with the locks, whether he's without the locks, yeah. Kiss is Kiss and will always be Kiss. And this is why we love you, Kiss. This is why we love you. You know what's funny? Kiss seems like he lives up to exactly what I thought he'd be like before I got to see how he is in person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like he just he looks like he'd be a funny ass nigga that's always laughing. Exactly. It it's like, like I feel like the only difference between Kiss now and the Kiss from like twenty years ago is just like not as not as much arrogance. Oh yeah, for sure. And, I mean for and sure. about about like not not I'm not even talking about his craft because you have to have arrogance in the craft. But I'm talking about arrogance in like his overview of life. Yeah. Like he's yeah, just more sure. chill of a person right now. But he's still fundamentally fucking Jada Kiss, and he will come for you when, whenever he needs to. And, and oh yeah, he can do that. That's a fact. Fact. Man. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening to our review of the versus battle between the Locks and Dipset. Uh, we, sure. Like always, we do appreciate y'all and taking us into your ear, following and then it you know mush around and ping pong off your brain. And all up in your other shit. <laughs> I love it. It's not me this time. I love it. <laughs> Yo, let, let me just say something, right? Hmm. On, on the fucking on the air here. Mm-hmm. I know this is probably TMI to put out the fuck it. I've been applying for some fucking jobs, mm-hmm. and this motherfucking job that I realized I don't, I'm, it's not gonna work for me. They've called me like three fucking times, <laughs> you know, telling me, hey, hey, we looked at your application. And I'm like, yo, any job that's this thirsty to hire my ass is not the job that I want. It exactly. can't be. Exactly. It just can't be. It's I'm probably sorry, something you got to pay just... like $200 for training and shit like that before you. Nigga, <laughs> some bullshit, dog. If they fucking blown up my shit, I'm sorry. Y'all niggas must not be the one. Exactly. So just remember, just remember, kids, that they blown up your shit. They're probably not the one. All right. I'm just saying. There you go. Wise words right there. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, y'all know y'all can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. 
you know you can find us for your uh, i guess internet pleasure <laughs> at hq podcast on instagram and twitter and yes that is all spelled out sure. and you can find us by going to facebook.com and searching out hip-hop heads podcast see the little black and blue h3 that's us right in your face mm-hmm. all right and I don't really have too much else to say except for the fact that I cannot wait to see who the next fucking uh, versus battle is. And yo, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. If you can't do that, man, make your mama proud at the least. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, we out of here. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands, wash your ass. We love you. Peace. Yeah.